0: And he also now has become like an ultra marathoner. Really? So 100. he runs like these they like, like hundred mile like like 100 marathons, or whatever. Yeah. right? He did one called the Bigfoot 200, which is 200 and something miles in 72 hours. That's insane. That's insane. It's insane. It's insane.
1: Yeah. So, I used to have a, I have a, I have a family friend of mine. He's on, actually on the the judges board for the International Committee of Ultra Runners. And like, there, there's like one called the spirit race and they run like 500 or something. miles. Whoa, or something wait, what's ultra running? Ultra running is further than a marathon. So like you like, have, you're running so like, much. You got, you it's know, like 26 miles. Plus. No, like 50 no, no, no. miles, so, 200 miles. 50 miles plus 100 miles yeah. plus 200 miles. Yeah. People run this. So like, I think there's one in New York where like you run, uh, like you run like 500 miles. Right. But then what they do, they have like a, a hotel. Like, it's just like a room and they have mats and you go and you eat Powerball bars while you run and then you go and you sleep for like a nap, like a power nap and then yeah. you just get up and you keep running. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 are we live yeah. now? No, <laughs> we've been live for the last like five minutes. So. Oh. So, well, so look, so, so. this guy,
0: it came, he's training by running like 15, 20 miles before the race just to get himself up to this 200 mile race. Now, the reason he began doing this, and this is about creating solutions, right? That are sometimes outside of what you think your solution is. The reason he came up with this is because he he bagged a moose out in the woods, like in, like in the Pacific Northwest or Alaska or something, like six miles from his truck. Mm. So now you have like 600 pounds of meat. So he's going back and forth. Right. Carrying at least 75 pounds each time. That's awesome. So I'm in That's the crazy. airport. I'm trying to carry 48 pounds yeah. in a, in a, of just clothes. And I'm like, wow, this is brutal, right? <laughs> Can you imagine having to hike six miles through the woods? With 75 pounds on your back. And you have to do that so you don't have to do several trips. So he said, I really got to get my endurance up. So he started training for this stuff. People used to be like that.
1: So uh, let's uh, get started. Um, uh, hey everyone, this is Mohim. assalamu alaykum. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is the Safina Society podcast. Uh, I've got uh, Dr. Shadi al-Masri. Uh, i got Alex and Saad. Alex and Saad have actually permanently joined our team. So you'll actually be seeing them every episode with us, inshallah, or most of the episodes.
2: Hearing us, inshallah. Right, Or hearing, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe seeing in the future. Maybe, you know, maybe we might in the be. We won't be live streaming this podcast. So
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh Today I want to talk about a bunch of stuff, but um, I think the first is, and and it sounds really cheesy, but I want to talk about the. Bring tra- it! I want to talk about the traveling imam groupie problem. Mm. Right, and this
0: is not an ultra marathoning imam. <laughs> I mean, some wait. some of them do ultra marathons. Dude, the, dude <laughs> wait. the traveling imams gain weight.
3: Wait, wait, wait! So wow. They're
0: sitting all day. They're on planes.
3: They're eating. Right, I, and they're I've eating like them. at people's houses. They're right? eating at people's houses. They're, they're eating being junk fed. food. Yeah, they're being fed. Yeah. They're eating Dunkin' Donuts, and you know what I say about Dunkin' Donuts? What do you say? I don't know what you say. Oh, <laughs> oh you don't know about this. <laughs> nah, so he doesn't th- like the Dunkin more Donuts. you drink Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you start looking like the letters round, <laughs> <laughs> all,
2: all round. That's That's well, the Dunkin' theory, Donuts right? is like the Walmart of coffee. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. a Walmart. Oh, okay. of Okay, all right. We we got yeah. like some coffee. Coffee elitist here. No, I don't drink coffee, but you know
0: what's wrong with you?
3: That's the first problem. How dare you?
2: It's actually
0: it's
1: actually a part of. It's like spiritual path. It's like Muslim wine. Oh, coffee, right. Right. We right. don't have wine, right? We got coffee. <laughs> SubhanAllah.
2: But um, explain what you mean
1: about this 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 problem. So what I mean by traveling Im- is Imam is whenever you go to a masjid, right? Um, you always find that the Imam is at some engagement or another. Mm. Whenever you want to talk to somebody, they're just not there. Yeah. They're either at this conference or that conference or this speech or... Literally everything they do is just raking in honorariums, right? And what happens is like the local community really gets hurt. And so, you know, I want to bring this up with you guys, you know. And for those that don't know, what's an honorarium? An honorarium is the amount uh, that's paid out to a speaker for giving a talk. For like or a speaking for, engagement. For, for, for some speaking okay. engagement, right? It's an, it's yeah. an honorarium. Got it. Um, so what do you guys think about this?
3: Here's the thing. This is what I think. <clears throat> someone who actually has a lot to offer, okay? And there's a community for him to to talk to, mm-hmm. right? There's enough population. He's not like out in some rural area where the community is like two families or 12 families. I'm telling you, look around. If someone has a lot to offer, they usually stay put and they build, right? Right. Someone who has a little bit to offer, if he stays put, he runs out of material real quick. So he's got to get on the move. Right, he's got to get on the move, and that's why these people are more like. So are you, so are you saying speakers. these people are
1: moving around because they don't know?
3: They're moving around because they're going to run out after two after two years. khalas he's given all the classes he could possibly. This is just my theory, by the way. He's given all <laughs> he's given all the classes he could possibly give. His audience are like, okay, we heard this khutbah like last February, right? So he's got to move around so he could give the same spiels over and over, okay? And as a result. You know, he becomes the traveling salesman, right? Right. And that that lifestyle is problematic. It's problematic for a number of reasons. Number one, you go into a community, you say something with no accountability, right? So these people, they actually come up with, they could come up with a lot of new ideas because there's no community that's actually going to drink it, test it at home and come back to you and either thank you or kill you, right? Like think about this. When I talk to the youth, right? Right. At the mess when we have our Dean Essentials class, when I do the youth class, I'm thinking to myself, I know this kid's dad. I know this 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 girl's mom. I'm gonna see them tomorrow. I better make sure what I say doesn't incite a rebellion in this kid's house. Mm-hmm. Right? Think about that. There's a responsibility when you're in a community and you're living with them, and you gotta think down the road, what are they gonna need? Also, when you live in a community, you can actually teach heavy things because you're interacting with these people in other ways too, that could lighten the matter, yeah. that could add more context to the matter, right? That could, you know, Otherwise clarify. You're just teaching fluff, right?
1: Yeah. You, you can, you can. Yeah, you're right. only teaching like upper level, upper layer stuff, right? You can't get into the depths of matters yeah. when you're just out giving a exactly. speech.
3: Exactly. And you could, you could throw stuff out. You could experiment on people, and then hit the road, and you never, you're not accountable. Yeah. I could go and incite people against their parents or their their local imam, right? And I could leave. I'm never going to see them again, right? I'm not saying everyone does this, but I'm saying it's very easy to be able to do
0: this. You know, and it occurs to me that there's another level of, of accountability that happens when you're in the community, which is that you live amongst these people. And so they see if what you're saying is who you are. That's
1: a big issue. That's I mean, huge. Do you, that's huge. I blame a lot of this on like the groupy fan mm-hmm. boys and fangirls of these celebrity sheikhs and imams right you have these people right i was at a conference recently and you know an imam walked in and i swear i thought i was in like india or egypt or somewhere Mm -hmm. when people got up off their seats right and they're walking towards this imam and like you know ushering them in and mind you this isn't like the 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 top sheikh of some tariqah right like this is like just like your average everyday person right so it's like there is clearly some you know groupy mentality where people will listen they don't want to even know about the topic they don't even want to listen mm. as long as that they, they have this speaker they could be talking about crayons and people will listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here's the thing about
3: here's the thing about traveling imams I think the, the person who could travel in inam someone who's done his dues right you've done your dues in your community for 30 40 years. Your kids are gone out of the house. Okay. You have trained two, three assistants who could carry the load now, and you need to give them space. Right. So, what does that imam do? His retirement vacation type of thing is he travels the country, right? He travels the world speaking. And thing is, he's an old man. All right. His wife is with the guy. Uh, his wife is accompanying him. Mm-hmm. He's old. He's been around the block. He has kids. The chance of fitna that goes on is far less. And I'm telling you, Sheikh Rami Ansur, who we're going to have on this podcast someday, inshallah, soon. He went off and told me one day that a lot of these young, hip, traveling imams, the fitna that surrounds this environment, it's like this almost to the point that he wants to say it's haram, this this type of, uh, of operation, right? right? This type of lifestyle is eventually women are chasing after them. They're tempted to do second marriages, right? A lot of them do hit-and-run marriages and then hit-and-run divorce. Really? Right, that's, uh, that's, you you got You got to ask Jake Rami when he comes on here. Hit and run,
1: what is it? They run, uh, do hit and run marriages. Like
3: basically, you go in for a weekend talk. You're so great. Oh, okay. You get married <laughs> that weekend.
1: That's, you hit, yeah. and you oh, run. Okay. All right? right?
3: Sunday afternoon, you're on the plane again, right? So, they, so it's like a two-day marriage? It's a two-day marriage. You can text her a divorce, just send her a letter, a divorce so, or something. That's why they call it a hit and run marriage. <laughs> wow. We're, bringing, we're bringing back a multi-marriage. Yeah. It's basically the Sunni version of multi-marriage because it is multi-marriage. He has no intention of building a life and stuff with this. And I'm telling you, ask around in the imams community of our young guys, right?
1: Uh, uh, uh Before we get to that, this is this is strictly uh don't try this at home you know type for, thing. for real right. for yeah I know somebody's uh-huh. gonna get like oh you're like yo like... some 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 <laughs> some shakes are doing this like <laughs> no I'm,
2: no it's all <laughs> um
3: yeah this is something that we''re you're, like we're warning against yeah so uh, ask Sheikram, Rami about it right and ask other people about it they all know what's going on for some people right and the their the pattern is the same thing he's the young guy why are you traveling around at a young and going to hotel, the hotel, the hotel, airports, living in airports? Like you don't have a house, you don't have a family, and you don't have a skill set enough that anyone would pay you, right? So to do that skill set nine to five, like the rest of human beings in the world, like five six days a week that you can't
0: afford to travel around. Well, it's also
1: because right? we pay moms like dirt
0: salary. Yeah. So this is one of the things <laughs> right? that somebody somebody point, who right? came back from from overseas studying told me. He said he was looking for a community where he can settle in with his wife and have like a normal life and, you know, be active and do positive things. And he said he didn't want to do what a lot of the people he had studied with had already planned out, which was, you know, you get this talk to 90 minute, two hour talk. You jazz it up. you, You make it, you know, really exciting and entertaining. And then you can go around the whole country for an entire year just getting paid from doing this, and you mm-hmm. make more money than you would if you were in a community. Wow. With less responsibility. With less responsibility. And, and more then, fun. And then next year, you come up with a new talk, and now you've already got a fan base built up. Exactly. And so yeah. now here you go You're talking again. about
2: like a tour? It's yeah. It's a tour, basically. It's and like people do this, a, tour. Like a, a speaking na- tour. Like a yeah. national tour. Yeah. Like a national, it's national speaking tour. tour. Be- and,
3: uh, and my problem with that is, one of my issues is that, number one, it actually alters your content. The platform alters your content. Because... You got to make, you your your attracting power is the audience. You got to make sure that your audience, right, is always on the edge of their seat. You got to come up with cutting edge stuff, which doesn't mean that all the people doing it are changing their content, right. but it definitely lends towards uh, the commercialization of, con- of, of ilm.
1: Yeah, then you need to cater your content specifically. It becomes
3: more audience, right? and more commercialized, more and more commercial, And also, you need to reach this group of people. So any part of your theology that actually isn't jiving with the people, what do you do? Right, You just start chucking it, right? So this is all, I'm not saying that everyone's doing this, obviously, right? But this is far more predominant when people travel around than when they stay in one spot and then feed their local community, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly. And I'm telling you, that takes far more effort, far more responsibility. And at the end of the day, it's far more satisfying. I'm telling you, I've seen kids at MBIC. Yesterday, the other day at, uh, at the Whalen Scholarship class, uh, there was a girl. She's When I came to the community, she was like four years old, maybe whatever, maybe five years old. Now she's like seven, eight. Maybe I'm getting the numbers wrong, right? But yesterday, okay, she was one of the volunteers. Mashallah. Like for the first time, Mashallah, right? So nice. when you when you actually see someone that you've seen them, running around like a goofy kid, like a regular kid with no responsibilities, going to babysitting. And then the years pass and you start seeing this person, to now they're a volunteer, right? In two years, they'll be in the you know, Explorers uh, teen, uh, pre-teen class. And the next year, they'll be in the high schoolers class. And then all of a sudden, you're raising a generation. That's far more satisfying than someone very popular online and wherever he goes except in his own home city right you know
0: yeah and i'll tell you there's there's there is the one exception and this is also community is is the fault of the communities like you take someone like imam suraj uh, uh, who, Hafithullah, who Hafithullah. he goes places because people literally beg him and the reason they really want him there is because he's going to bring people into their masjid or into their event and then they can ask them for money to fundraise and they know that he's a dynamic draw but he's not asking he's not trying to go on tour he doesn't have like uh, uh, a gig set up that mm-hmm. or a playlist of topics that he talks about rather these people are asking him to come
3: he doesn't have a new uniform every year he's got the same he's got the
0: same he's got the same he's the same person and he's not wearing he's not wearing like a tight suit mm-hmm. right he's uh he drives himself so, almost wow. every if he can drive to the place and i mean within if it's within like 4 he's or 5, five hours driving he drives he doesn't ask for special plane so, tickets wow. he doesn't ask for hotel rooms he'll drive out yeah. Do your do your fundraiser, drive back to Brooklyn. Wow. And he works in his community and he has been working there for what 40 years Yeah, and has done a lot of tremendous work. And,
3: and fundraising itself is actually, in a sense, it's more of a practical skill mm-hmm. than putting on an edutainment show. Because that's what they call it, edutainment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I'm telling you, the back scenes is not so flattering, right? The way people talk about who to invite. Mm-hmm. You get to realize what's the motive. A lot, of, a lot of times, a lot of these invitations, it's more like who's get, who's a bigger draw, who's more less controversial, right? It's this isn't like who is going to teach
0: us the, the best stuff, right? right. And, it's and, not and like the that, right? content. And who's, the who's who's yeah. who's making these decisions too?
3: Yeah, who's making the decisions? Some who and what are they? They're driven by a bottom line. Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: And and that's with, with anything almost, right? Like I mean, you take this podcast, I was talking to somebody and they were like, You know, your podcast is fantastic, but yeah. you know, don't you think it might offend some people? And Offends. I was like I was like, The truth is the truth. You should be flattered you know <laughs> they should be honored I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, we my. have never said anything <laughs> offensive to, what are they talking about this person has
3: no he's the first person who's gonna get offended he has no clue what he's talking about we have offended nobody right we that, purposely have a policy we now never now
2: they're gonna listen to that dude like listening just, to the podcast like oh, no yo, the dude that, yo, that I wanna why'd call why'd you call the, me the, out the, the
3: dude that should be called out in the good is I don't get—is did you see my page Abbas Kasimov. where is he from is Abbas
0: yeah, it sounds like. Abbas
3: Kasimov, he's from the Caucasus or Russia. Yeah, he yeah. wants us to go three. Oh, by the way, sad. Yesterday, last episode, you said we need to cut it at forty minutes, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I met uh, Abbas Kasimov. Replied to you. He said, "No, three hours. Go Some, three oh, hours. He Some people actually messaged me yeah. and they said, yeah. you know, it's go,
1: too short. It's far too short. They're like, at a minimum, it should be one hour, and you guys should keep going.'
2: <laughs> I mean, I can understand. Like, we're people gonna do a, like the long form, like two hour day. stuff, but far too short." I mean, the last one was like an hour. <laughs> one day we're going to do a winter special. I could understand if it was like five minutes. I mean, we
1: could always do a Thanksgiving one right now and keep going, but I don't no, know. We're going to do so a we...
3: winter special one day and go like one day when we have like <laughs> Azar Osman. Yeah, the weird day weird. we have Azar Osman, we'll go three hours, I guarantee who, you that. Who is this guy? Azar Osman? You don't What's know Azar Osman? No, I don't
1: know this
3: Oh guy. my gosh. Oh my I'm gosh. Yeah. Azar Osman, bro. He's got... Oh, see, that's the thing. That's what I told you the other day. A lot of people know him. But then he is in a different scene right now. Azra Osman, he's a guy from Chicago, right? Okay. Desi guy from Chicago. Grew up in, in the early time, before Chicago was filled with Muslims, right? And he grew up and then he became a lawyer, Okay. Then he started becoming a comedian in around two thousand oh, and one.
2: Oh, the comedian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay, you know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. But I'll you know him as I, the yeah. comedian. I knew him yeah, as. A, knew I him thought you were talking about some local guy. Dude, but he was oh, like he's he's, a lawyer, right? I'm
3: telling you, if Us Swann's got to make a podcast, I would listen to that. You know, I hardly listen to anything, right? In, in Islamic mm-hmm. stuff I don't I don't listen to stuff for some I'm like I'm doing it 24 hours a day I'm right. not gonna go listen to it well send mm-hmm. this to him and tell him to come I up. I listen to actual <laughs> ilmi stuff right. right like old lessons from recordings on tapes and stuff that, that people <laughs> that are scratchy on tapes, they scratchy lessons of, even have of a mache, yeah. right? that's the type of thing I listen to right I don't even listen to our stuff yeah, I just never, I've never
2: listened well, to one of my own well, stuff. I don't either because we already listen to it, like we're talking about it, so I already yeah. know what's going to be in the podcast. But, uh,
3: if I, I, I listen, to listen to it, to just something.
1: because I feel like I don't remember what I say, and then yeah. I, once I listen to it the second time, I'm like, oh, that's a word. <laughs> if,
3: if I was to listen to, if Azar Osman was to do a podcast, that's probably something I would listen to. Yeah, he's he's got philosophy. He's he's got deep spiritual insights, and he's really funny. Right. Hmm. He used to do the thing with the Muslims, and now he does uh, his own stuff. I don't know. We got to ask him what. I don't know. He did. did uh, yeah, he's actually yeah. in real comedy stuff. He's doing real comedy stuff. Right, right, right. He's not just doing a gig for a small community that right. has four options. Yeah, it's right. like right. a niche. Right, right, right. It's, it's it's easy to get the job with the right. Muslims when there are four options or five options. Yeah. yeah. But last I
0: heard, he was like really working on the comedy. No, he's clubs. actually
3: really yeah. like on, on 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 stuff in the in the whole comedy world and the underworld of Chicago. That's right. Cool which I don't know anything about, but that's what
1: I... Interesting. I that's mean. cool. So, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want... to uh, So, other than the traveling imam problem, right, is this conference issue. Yeah. And I know Alex is... Alex has a lot to say about
0: this. Well, so... <laughs> jumping right in. So, so, so I've been thinking about this a little bit, this conference thing. You know, there's this... Uh, there's this NJ Dawah conference that's coming up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's... uh, It's more like Lini, right? Yeah. But at least they just have speakers talking about enemy subjects. That's all they have.
3: That's cool. They don't have... I have to say Salafis are a lot more principled than other groups. Yeah, it's true. As much as I disagree with all of everything is... Every other thing is a bit... uh, Besides that, which... uh, Not to offend some of the Neo... I call them 2%. Salafis are 2% Salafis, right? Like 2% milk. Skim milk. (laughs) Some of these brothers, I like them a lot. And some of them are just... Like, like humbly they're trying to be humbly and play it safe in the dean i have all respect for that but obviously like their
0: stereotypical reputation is that they go way overboard on yeah, bidda but this is not like this is not like one of those conferences that you that, that only happens in a small masjid in you know mm-hmm. in a, in philly and, you know, they're checking you at the door for your menhaj and stuff. Yeah. This is like an open conference. It's people from all backgrounds. Yeah. But generally leaning in that okay, direction. Yeah, not right? a, that's so like a, not, not people that follow madhavs, not people that saw with, not people yeah. that are, you know, identify as Asheri or Maturidi. Yeah. Just like the general general people. Generally what happens in America in okay. most places.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. no disrespect. So no one, like Moina is saying, is offended, right?
0: Well, there's oh, no, we this, don't really no disrespect the, we to don't those. don't
1: really care about being yeah. offended, but uh, we're going to tell you the yeah. truth. Right? Except, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is not one of those This speaker can't be invited Because he's off it Like none of that okay. crazy 80s yeah. like, Crazy stuff that used to happen, yeah. right? Um, anyway, the good thing about them Is that they're very principled Like you said Their mm-hmm. their conference is uh-huh. about deen It's yeah. a Deeny conference Every other conference that I've seen That the Muslims have Is about anything but deen It's about, it's about like inspiration uh-huh. It's about drawing together this big wide umbrella of every kind of muslim and every kind of non-muslim yeah. and every kind of pseudo-muslim like they just invite everybody like what's the point yeah. or the
2: favorite topic of these conferences islamic identity in america that's always <laughs> like that that's always like the headline speech right it's like uh, a, a, a re- forging an american re- islam yeah, yeah. Forging, forging building reconciling just whatever verb you want to put there yeah. and then that's that's the headline keynote speech
3: identity is such an issue because it actually breeds narcissism <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. You just think about who you are, discovering who you are. Actually, a human being is at his happiest when his focus is on something outside of himself, something bigger than himself, something that where he is sacrificed, you know, can sacrifice his own self for that cause. That's when human beings are at their happiest.
1: They might as well call the next one make Islam great again <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so I, I don't I can't
0: I, I don't foresee myself going to any of these like uh, acronym conferences yeah. that
1: but here's the thing I also don't want to downplay the whole conference thing at all right there are a lot of genuine people who go for genuine reasons and there are sincere people who do learn things as well right yeah so, but
3: you judge by the the majority right of right. what the, and also There's two types of judges. The consumer is not a judge, right? A consumer of technology cannot judge technology, right? You know, other technologists will judge your piece of technology. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. that's like, I don't know if I told this on another podcast, but Muhammad Zakaria, the calligrapher, Mm. when I I went to his house one time, he had like a $10,000 piece sitting right there, right? And he saw me looking at it. He's like, oh, that's going in the trash. I was like, "What?" He <laughs> says, "Yeah, I can't sell it." I said, "Why not?" He's like, "There's a mistake in it." And he showed me where, and I was like, he was I was like, "No one's going to notice this mistake, right?" He's like, "I don't do it for you guys, right? I produce so my colleagues could see my work, right? Mm. Or mm. I I produce, I'm I'm worried about what my colleagues say. Like what other expert calligraphers say." so that's why people have to always know that there are two avenues to look at things people who are actually in the industry so to speak producers versus producers versus consumers. the yeah. consumer and right. i'm telling you from a con- producer perspective i look at a lot of the, i see a lot of commercialization and a lot of watering down right and my only fear for these conferences if someone is that's their only a- avenue to learn they're not going to get the right picture that's the only that's why I would qualify any type of conference, right? Because I really don't know what is the vision of a lot of these organizations. To be honest, is the vision just whoever is most popular uh, on Twitter in the past six months? You it would know? seem like it. That's what it would seem like to be. Like I don't understand why uh, the Khans are invited to some of these conferences. Like what? How are they re- representative of knowledge in any way, shape, or form? Unless you just make it look, just make it. Islamic network, you know, the khans I'm talking about is Khizrikha, okay, right? Sure. Because how, how, unless you make it Islamic networking of personalities, this, this is the that's guy all. that like pulled out the constitution. Pulled right? out the constitution. Yeah, 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 now, okay. I'm not saying he's like bad or anything, but I'm just saying, like, well, what does he have to offer? Yeah, it, like he's he, you scholar. come out of it's nowhere, actually, right? Yeah, you come out of, so basically, okay, he has something to offer. Is it going to be then the the conference itself is not about necessarily learning the deen? Yeah, it's about just personas right, right. or it's interesting like edi- people it's well, basically some- like editorials then. well some yeah. people
1: would argue that these conferences aren't necessarily about learning the theme okay so They're just about, say that in the first place. yeah like bringing the Networking. community mm-hmm. together it's a social event it's, right. it's a social yeah. event
3: okay so
0: if you say that right away then it,
3: it, it's very hard to criticize because you said it was what yeah. it is yeah. and by the way
0: i would even even if we're looking at it from the first thing that i said i, would, I don't criticize the attendees because there's not a lot of these things out there so there's one there's a big one in there seems to be somebody, at least one speaker or two, that you like, so you're gonna go to it.
1: Well, first of all, how are people supposed to learn anything because the speakers are all traveling around at at, uh, <laughs> at, at conferences, yeah. right? Man. So the people go to the conferences, and the conferences aren't any good because it's all watered down content. And when they go to their local community, their imam isn't around because they're traveling around at conferences.
0: Here's here's right? a good here's a good uh, brahmin, or here's a good like uh, measure for if you want to study elm, right? Look at these conferences, and then look at the sheikhs that rarely go to them, and then go find yeah. where the sheikh is and go to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's, tr- there's truth to that. Now, here's the thing: so just to measure the whole situation, is
3: that conferences, if they are viewed as sources of actual learning of Islam, right? Here we have an issue. If it's if you're going to say networking with the rest of the Muslims, right, then fine, right, then fine, network all you want, right then, I mean, who's going to be against that, you know? So this, you got to qualify what we're talking about here. But this is why I always wonder. Or if it's a matrimonial, just call it a
2: matrimonial. They're all matrimonials, (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) In essence, right? But if it's
0: about networking with other Muslims and for business and for this, why is, like, the majority of the speakers list, like, shiuch?
1: That's, yeah. I mean, then you're wasting the the shiuch's time, right? Because they Uh, can't even give quality content. I
3: honestly think, I honestly think, they're huge massive wastes of time and money if, if you really want to teach people this thing is a waste of time it's a waste of three days and i'm telling you uh, the only the the positive of it is if you have something that you want people to buy online right that may be of benefit or a book that you want people to buy so it becomes a pub, uh you know to get publicity for it okay then you might have an argument. Okay, but still it's a bit commercial, but you might have an argument. But I'm telling you, I myself went to one or two, and I thought to myself, three days. I should be spending these three days. Like, I work five, six days a week, right? Right. I should be spending the time with my kid. Mm -hmm. He's in the masjid twice a week with me anyway, right? Why am I bringing him here on vacation? He's going to... He's gonna get an overload of Islamic stuff. He needs to go out and do something else with his with his time, so he can get more be well balanced. And I'm sitting here thinking, I came here three uh, three uh, days of my time. You give one or two talks, right? One or two talks among or amidst twenty other talks,
1: and nobody remembers.
3: I and wh- who remembers what? You right? know, I don't even. I, it's all a
2: blur. First of all, if you go to one of these. Uh, conferences and you go to the keynotes for example mm-hmm. look around because i've been to a few of these conferences i've been to isna a couple of times i've been to ICNA to with my family a couple of times you look around just look at how many people are taking notes and then you'll, that's all you need to know about who's who's learning right like nobody people are just listening it's going in one ear and out the other by the way
3: when you say look around uh the last few times i went to isna <laughs> look around <laughs> You will see. I found a lot of empty seats. I'm telling. You. <laughs> see, I all was right? thinking something else you were gonna say right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you got this uh, sad s- next. Sad, by the way, for all, for our listeners is like the Mister Retro over here. He's got a, like a nineteen. 19- like 86 Levi's button up <laughs> shirt. I didn't even know this company was still Yo. in business. Levi's jeans, right? It's like our resident dope. So, <laughs> you know, you know, the speaking of retros, you know, the, the song Radio Killed? Yeah. What is it? Video killed the, radio killed the Radio Star. You know, YouTube killed the conference. That's it's true. true. YouTube. Yeah. Hmm. Why would you go to a live stream, right? Well, you get it right away. You don't even have to wait. You you guys are oh you guys were probably too young Alex and I remember. You can't get a selfie on YouTube though. Oh, I know that's the thing. Oh. <laughs> can't get a selfie with your no Snapchat. Uh, with your favorite guy.
1: You can't snap like oh I'm here with my yeah. my Sheikh or whatever. You right. remember
3: back in the day some a Sheikh would give a talk, you would have to hang out in a little corner with a guy who had a huge machine the size of a printer and you put the tape on which it was recorded in one corner and three other tapes and you hit a button and you waited for 60 seconds and the three tapes recorded. Then he labeled them and he sold them to you for five bucks a pop. And this guy was like making a killing, right? That's how you got tapes out of the lectures. Right. And it was a limited supply of tapes. That's how it was back in the day. So, I mean, I think that that live stream. Yeah, that's old school memories. Uh, I don't even remember that YouTube and live stream. What are you doing? Sad is so choking saddest. here, man. Don't die on the podcast, bro. This right, guy's bro. choking on some Poland Spring. This is not a good way to die. I think okay. something
1: you, he's still remember when he said you, look around. if
3: you die on the podcast, actually, this would probably be the best, most listened to podcast episode. Yo, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <Right. Okay.
0: laughs>
1: that would be tragic. Moe, right. take over the computer,
0: finish the podcast, then we could bury the guy. We could get picked up by cereal. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Don't turn your neck when you're drinking next time. It's true. So listen, the thing is, he's still thinking about when you said look around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the thing is about these.
3: uh, So you can't kill something so much. A lot of people benefit, but I'm saying from my perspective, from my perspective, I like to see people actually like bricks, bricklaying. I view knowledge to me. I view my type of work like bricklaying, one brick at a time. There's no point in putting a brick in a different property. No, one brick at a time on the same property after 1 year i get to look back and say good this thing grew a little bit people people are growing right after 4 or 5 years i get to see subhanAllah, this person was actually shaky when i first met them they're solid now right that's the, that's what gives me satisfaction and that's why I'm personally i feel that if i was to ever go around to this uh, on this speaker circuit i would find myself i'll be surprised at myself um, it's not my thing to be honest with you it's not my cup of tea i don't like superficial stuff coffee right? Huh? Coffee. What about A cup of coffee? coffee instead it's of not tea. Your oh, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, yeah. So, uh, that's probably one of those retro jokes out don't <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I just don't see myself doing but it. It's I don't, not my thing, you know I
0: don't think that it's... I think that it's actually moving away from that. What I'm seeing more and more that get on these speakers' lists now are people like the the Hans, right? Mm-hmm. Or like these activist types that... Uh, oh, don't oh,
1: get me boy. started on activists.
0: activists. Oh, yeah. Oh, so God. like. But I mean, it happens, right? So now you have like across the board on all these speakers' lists, people who didn't even study Deen anywhere. Yeah. Like, and I'm not. I'm not saying that as like I'm not taking a shot at them. I mean, like literally, that's not their claim. They're not no, claiming not that. Claim, yeah. They're not claiming that they're enemy speakers. They're not claiming that they're on a mat. They're just people who are in the community doing sometimes very good work. Um, but they're speaking from an Islamic perspective, which is yeah. And it, when
1: you put them on a platform, people think that they're
0: they can take Deen from them.
1: Which yes. is Absolutely. which
3: is basically anytime someone's got a mic in front of his mouth in an Islamic Muslim setting, it means guidance. I mean, and yeah. people do it right? naturally. Like, it means right? they're supposed to be giving us guidance, right? Right. right?
1: And 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 people, it's it's, uh, it's. Now I'm I'm still stuck on that activism thing because I am Dude. fed <clears throat> up with activism. <laughs> <laughs> Let me At, tell you why. What right? kind of activism? So, I don't know if you guys have been to these events, right, where it'll just be like this political event and they're all like hush hush about like the dean like the guy won't say Allah he'll only say God he won't they'll like they'll like skip the hut or something like there's no I remember I go going to one but you it's know funny. what I'm talking about right yeah. like you'll go and like I'm like okay is everybody gonna be praying though right I'm just looking at my watch it's like, dude two, that's you know, retro man three. praying
3: on time bro praying on time in a public <clears throat> gathering oh no no they in a public com- Muslim gathering
1: that's old they just, com- they old just school, combine man. their prayers they well, combine wow, their wow. prayer no matter where they are how they I mean you they they
0: probably would have a Salah if they could get, like, enough non-Muslims yeah. to surround them and protect them. Oh, from my God. Danger. Alex, Moin expects
3: them to stop, call the event, pray Sunnahs, pray the hood. This is so 90s, what he's talking it's about, so right? 90s. <laughs>
1: about, what do you
0: think? These Islamic events are Islamic?
1: I mean, well, I mean, I expect something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my contention. Like, you're <laughs> we're supplanting, like, actual religion with... Leftist liberal activism, I told which is that's maybe great, fine. That's a good way to put it. It's put maybe down. fine, as, but it, somebody left a comment on something that I posted on Facebook. Shout out to Abdul Basid. and what he said was, <coughs> just like Abdul Basid? yeah. So, um, just like anything that that you do in in your life, right? so you have to have Fadain, right? You have to know your prayer. You have to know your basic. You have to know how to make wudu. You have to know all these basic things, mm-hmm. and then anything else that you get involved with after that. You have to know the, the rulings of it. Yep. If you're going to go into business of selling cars, you have to know buying and selling. Mm-hmm. You have to know finance. You have to know all of that. If you're going to get married, you have to know the the, the rules of marriage, of divorce, of you know, relationship uh-huh. with the uh, opposite yep. sex, parenting. You have to know all of these things. And if you're going to get into this public arena of demanding rights and calling others to join you and calling people out for not provi- for not giving everybody their due rights, you have to know what the parameters are of this. That's are. true. And so one of the things that I was talking about yesterday with Maureen actually is that just like you should have a Sheikh if you're gonna get involved in something big like that, activists should all have a scholar or a student of knowledge that they can refer totally back good. to, yeah. to yeah. who totally will good. give them the parameters. And like if they come with a with a proposal that says, you know, we're gonna do this or this uh, activity and their sheikh or their or the student of knowledge that they're in touch with, the local imam whoever says, you know, I don't see under any of the schools, how this is permissible, mm-hmm. that, like that, that crosses a certain right. line, yep. in taram, yep. then your your response to that as the activist is, alhamdulillah, we'll leave it and we'll find mm-hmm. something better. Not, well, but this is really effective. Right, yeah. and that's and not
1: to say that activism isn't a good thing. Yeah, like, yeah it's a very and, good and thing, by the way, just... there
3: are you can find a couple who are like what Alex is saying, like Hassan Shibli. I would right. love to have Hassan Shibli on this show. That's yeah. another three-hour show. But you're yeah. talking right. about like real activists
2: the way we've been using the term... We shouldn't even call these people activists, really, because they're not really active, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're more, like, pacifists, Listen, for, you know?
1: I mean, they're active, right? Like, it's just, like, they sugarcoat everything they say. It's like, we don't want to get in trouble <laughs> just in case we, like, say anything that, not Isn't like, that the opposite line. of activism?
0: Yeah, like, no, I'm not...
3: They'll, they'll attack who is politically acceptable to attack. Right. Yes, right? exactly. So That's they, how it goes.
1: So, they, like, they'll have everything to say against like you know to right now you, you, everybody's supposed to hate ISIS I and mean, everybody should yeah. but nobody will say anything against tyrants or mm-hmm. against things that are going wrong here or against mm-hmm. other Muslims that are doing wrong things here right what about those people
0: or yeah. Cyrus Cyrus, oh, is another, Cyrus is another great guy love that yeah. guy
1: right oh, so okay. like I mean the this annoys
3: no listen check this out I once there was an activist type of person and I asked a simple question Define justice. Right, you you're seeking justice, right? Activism their their job is to seek justice where there's oppression, remove oppression and bring justice instead. I said define justice. Okay. They couldn't bring me a definition. If you're gonna teach fiqh, if you're gonna teach engineering, <laughs> if you're gonna teach whatever Sad does, what are you? A design graphic designer? Yeah. Define the name of your industry. Okay. Right. You're a UX guy, Maureen. Is you're a UX guy, right? Yeah, define okay. UX, right? So they couldn't define justice. I said, let me define it for you. Okay. Justice regards the rights of those that Allah, the rights that Allah has and His Messenger, peace be upon him, allotted to specific individuals in some specific circumstances. That's what defines justice. The d- justice is, our uh, 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 rights are only given by Allah. And that which is subjective between us, the Sharia gave, an, gave us an answer to that, right? And the Prophet gave us an answer. That means if we make a subjective contract, like employee, employer, right? A subject. it's not nothing sacred about it, right? A subjective contract between us, the, what is the Sharia then? The terms we agree upon so long as they are uh, uh, permissible. Right? right that's the sharia between two people who have a deal so there's subjective justice too so justice has if you don't say that justice and rights are only granted by allah and his messenger okay then you where are you swimming around all over the place this is why when i t- t- i told this muslim activist i said as a muslim activist you need to say i'm a muslim activist cuz what does that mean it means that i will stand up for the rights right that a god and his messenger gave people that means when you when you're asked why aren't you supporting uh, LGBT stuff why don't I see LGBT stuff on your wall you say because I'm a Muslim activist I, in my belief right in the truth Allah Azza wa Jalla has not granted that as a right right therefore I don't defend it
1: mm.
3: right I don't defend it
1: but people are scared of doing this
3: then you shouldn't be an activist right <laughs> don't be an activist you're supposed to be like uh, uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X walking, and Rosa Parks see, walking
1: see, in the I line was, of fire. I was going to say right? all this stuff, and I was hoping you guys were going to tone me down and say something positive.
0: Or, <laughs> or in the alternative, be an activist and drop the phony Muslim-Islamic stuff. Because yeah. well, you're not a Muslim activist, you're not an Islamic For, activist. First you're of all, uh, the, like liberal activist, and mm-hmm. the fact that you're Muslim is coinci- coincidental. coincidental.
2: First of all, yeah. the, the even the comparison between a lot of the activists and somebody like Malcolm X is like so off. so off. It's he was so, so politically off. incorrect. Yeah. He would like, have... You you can't post on Facebook and be like, I'm an activist okay. now. I guarantee you, he would not have been invited
3: to any of these conferences.
2: <clears throat> yeah,
1: because he was... He, was, he, he was,
3: was so politically incorrect, it's unbelievable.
0: The majority of the people now who are at the forefront of our Islamic community in terms of activism would have fled from Malcolm. No, yeah. They he would have run away so from poli- They would have been like, so you are so wrong. He
3: was so radical. And he didn't... He, he was... He was uh, on to the liberal games and their tricks, right? I mean,
0: these people... You know, Malcolm Martin Luther King was vilified fight in his yeah. time. Forget about Malcolm X. Yeah. right. That's why I say all these people are politically accepted. Now you can walk around with a Che Guevara
3: t-shirt. The kid's going to Princeton. You're like... You are the establishment and you're wearing a <laughs> Che Guevara t-shirt. The
2: fact that you can purchase a Che Guevara t-shirt already defeats the entire purpose purpose. of what the dude stood for. It's like hilarious. It's like commercialized. Commercialized
3: revolutionary. (laughs) That's why I'm saying a Muslim, he should be... Like, what is our politics? Do we even have a political sort of platform? Our politics as Muslims, we have a politics, a theory of politics. We stand. Our politics is to support the oppressed. Doesn't matter what color, race, whatever. We should support the oppressed. That's the politics of a Muslim, okay? Who defines oppression? It's the withdrawal of the rights that Allah and His Messenger gave that person. Allah and His Messenger gave you that right. Someone took it away from you, right? That's our that is our politics and our activism to get
0: it back to you. Sheikh, <laughs> you you mean to say that it's not somebody who just claims that they're oppressed? Oh, this
3: is the oh, this is the, what drives me crazy. This is what drives you crazy, Moin. Oh God! Any <laughs> injustice is not defined by the claim of injustice. Right. Right. To uh, something is offensive is not because you claimed it's offensive subhanallah a victim is not who claims that he's a victim a victim has to be deemed by evidence that he is a victim absolutely. that he he possesses a right <coughs> and that right was taken away from him if that is not proven you are not a victim right absolutely i mean this uh, the victimization thing so this is people who are going to go into this uh, activism they should but with fiqh with understanding of what these words mean what is oppression what is rights and and also the culture of activism. If you're a Muslim guy, you should look at how Hassan Shibli does it. He does it right. Look at how Cyrus McGoldrick does. Look at uh, other people how they do it,
1: right? Uh, well, when you say other people, they're gonna start looking at people. <laughs> yeah. Well, like them, uh,
3: right? who else? Alex. Who else? Dawood Walid, right? Daoud, Dawood, Dawood yeah. Walid. Yeah. I love Dawood Walid. I love the. I love the guy. All these three guys. I love them. Who else is out there? Right? Um, you know if you want to
0: if we're well, going to define say, if activism if we don't as name actually people
1: a, I don't want anybody to think like oh we didn't name this person Yeah that's well, the like, oh,
0: But I'll I'll just say a couple more things. We can also define activism more correctly as actually commit actually causing change in the community and doing positive work mm-hmm. not just getting your name out there right? Mm-hmm. So we also have people like Sheikh Rami mm-hmm. who everybody knows is he's a man he's in California. Sheikh Rami is actually working tirelessly uh. to make real benefit for a real oppressed people for people that have really uh, are in the worst condition, mm-hmm. right? Prisoners, and to get them ilmi knowledge.
3: That's exactly what I was saying. That's real activism.
0: That's exactly what I was saying. That the
3: culture of activism has to change. The culture of activism today is a leftist, liberal, like you're about to be a communist culture, right? You're basically a, almost that. that's how left you are. You're that's how left. It. The culture has to change. The culture has to be what is the first right? Okay, is the rights of Allah, right? And when we say the rights of Allah, His right to be worshipped, right? So that means the person who's te- going out there teaching people what is and shirk and what not, okay, what is what what is the, what are the beliefs Allah doesn't reject? He's the first activist. Then you go down the rights of prophets, okay. Then you go down to the rights of humans, the right the we we have we have and hukukul al the rights of Allah and the rights of people. Right. Then you go down, okay. Then you go to the people, the rights of human beings, okay. And so all this is one. But the culture today is the culture of someone who is addicted to their phone, who is breaking all sorts of sharia laws, right? In the in their own personal life, like they're not personal examples. Okay, a lot of them are not personal examples. You wouldn't want your kids taking any lessons from them. Okay, uh, and then, okay, uh, the the concept of prayer, the concept of that of victory is only going to come from Allah. The concept of walā' and Who who was who are we going to work with? Who are we not going to work with? Right? all of these I'm telling the culture of activism in my view it needs to be strengthened and done properly right from what I see okay
1: right it and needs
3: to be fueled and welded with heavenliness and deen and mm-hmm. right? i think
1: i would and and i brought all three of these topics activism the traveling imam and the conference because i think the root of the problem is really all the same thing yeah right it it's all tied to whether it be the groupies following the Imam, whether it be the people who travel from <laughs> conferences to conferences, or, you know, go to conferences and not learn anything, or the activists. Mm-hmm. Everything is tied to the ilmi benefit.
3: It's all jahl. Right? Yeah.
1: It's just, you know, what are you going to this for? And why are you doing these this things? Is, uh, this Where are is, your uh, intentions? Yeah, at, what really? are your intentions? Are you <clears throat> doing this for Allah and His Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa Or are you doing it for, because you're scared of something? This
3: is what my, right? this is what, uh, my wife always tells me, be easy on the Muslims because a lot of them just don't know, right? Mm. So, okay, so you know, I want to be make sure that look, a lot of people don't know. Well, this is why we're trying to get attention for this subject, right? That people who go into this, whether it be traveling da'iyah, calling it da'wah, whatever it is, okay, traveling speakers running a conference and inviting you you have the responsibility to invite people who will influence young people and old people and middle and in the middle and you are an activist what happened it's got to be done with fiqh so we're saying okay we're not, we're not going to be harsh on the muslims right we're going to say we love all the muslims and i know that they're all sincere sincerity is not a question everyone's sincere even whatever sincerity all, all the road to what do they say the road to hell is lined by sincere intentions something like this right I don't sincerity is not the issue but we got to have fiqh we have, fiqh meaning understanding before we act so this is what I what I'm telling you for people who are out there listening with all my love and and sincere advice study the the fiqh of what you're doing before you do it as Alex said you can't get married without knowledge of fiqh
0: right people do all the time <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't uh, yeah shouldn't uh, is the operative word yeah. there And, And it's not and it's not something that you're going to get from a four paragraph article on the Internet.
1: Nor is I mean before I get to articles because I hate articles even more. That's a that's a to- that's a topic Blogs. for a different that's podcast. A, that's, that's a, a, a whole other topic. Moi yeah. knows at. how I feel
2: about like, articles. So I basically that. gave him his opinion on articles. Uh, <laughs> if you were to destroy, if you were to be able to
3: remove from the earth one that's a, of these one of these websites, what would it be? That's a heavy Reddit. question. Reddit. Reddit. It be, yeah, it would be. Reddit, Reddit be it would be up Post will yeah. be up there. Well,
1: yeah. I, I think Reddit. Yeah. You like I, everything that's trash on Huffington Post starts at Reddit. Okay, here's other
2: thing though that you can't even say one right because there it's like a hydra like you know you chop yeah. off one head uh, exactly. two more it appear hydra, right yeah. so it's like a it's like this aggregate of just like nonsense that's being pushed <laughs> and I want to all to tell the you time <laughs> that this is
3: all prophesied when the prophet peace be upon him said right when the ruwaybida speak and he actually sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that's the sign that you cannot change yeah. your society yes. right the ruwayba is a rajul in one hadith يتكلم or al rajul al in one hadith it's a foolish man right who only knows superficialities of affairs speaking about community affairs and the other is an immoral corrupt individual speaking about uh, public affairs right and if if that if if they speak know that your your hand in the in the public sphere it's not going to work. You cannot. You can no longer control the ummah at that point. Or not forget the word control. You cannot alter the direction of the ummah if they come out. Because like the like Sat said, it's like a hydra. It's like
0: a weed. You will know, see, one of the things, one of the, the tying themes to everything that we talked about in a critical way tonight is superficiality. Mm-hmm. Right. And across you're right. the board. You're right.
1: And you, you mentioned something about, you know, bringing people to fiqh and goodness and all these things. And I think that's all good and all, right? Like, you want to teach people fiqh. You want to teach them sida. You want to teach them aqidah. But the problem is, and, and I think this is one of the reasons why I actually wanted to start this podcast, is people are in this box now, mm-hmm. right? They're in their own little prison, right, of things they need to do and things they cannot or can do, right? And I think first you need to pull them out of this box and mm-hmm. then you give them ilm, al- al- right? Uh-huh. Otherwise... You know, I think ilm right.
2: is the vehicle to bring them out the box,
3: and well,
1: and also well, maybe, de- maybe and right. also that's, that's deconstruction. Probably, probably
3: deconstruction it. is part of ilm, right? You know, mm-hmm. deconstruction of you know things that are misconstructed is a huge part of ilm. What is the what is the testimony of faith? It's a negation of false gods. First, you got to show people this what way it's being done is not right. Okay, you got to specify, be very specific, not general, so that everyone who runs a conference, every imam who travels, uh, I mean, everyone travels. Right. So that they don't all feel that they're accused. okay? And every activist, they should not feel that we're making a blanket accusation. We're speaking about very specific things. And here is any one of us perfect. All of us will have some specific flaws and some good things. Right. So, uh, you know, just to qualify all the deconstruction that we are doing is of specific things, not the whole generality of people out there, you know.
1: Yeah, it, I, I mean I agree. And and I agree like sad said, right? Maybe, you know, knowledge in itself is the vehicle out. And first we have to deconstruct those some of those ideas. Yeah. And that's why even when we talk about this, right? I like you said, I don't want to point out specific people. I don't want to, I mean, if the if if you, you you are listening to this and you are falling into one of these groups, and I'm sure all of us, you know, sitting here have fallen into mm-hmm. one of these groups, but it's about pulling us ourselves out, out of this mm-hmm. glamorization and superficiality and really getting and, to the core and, of the matter.
3: And I'll tell you some of these articles, they really make you angry, right? I mean, the other day I came upon an article that said, Muslims, stop teaching your kids to separate genders because it breeds whatever it breeds. I can't remember what it said. Gender
2: identity confusion. Whatever
3: it all that.
0: Gender Jones, Yeah, no, right. I, I know. Did it, you see another article? You're talking about the the girl who wrote it. Yeah. Was arguing that it 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 sexualizes every encounter between males and females, yeah. and so it makes oh, it seem no. like you can't trust each mm. other. right? And also, it makes assumptions about LGBT rights because just because you separate boys with boys and girls with girls doesn't mean you're uh, avoiding the possibility. <laughs> oh, of so, that, so so, yeah. so, so you know, know it, you know where that it, ends, right? So, Sheikh, yeah,
1: you so. haven't actually heard Sads rant on gender he is he he, well this is his favorite subject
2: we'll we'll reconvene on that topic oh my god and 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 articles too right because because those are those are two topics in and of themselves right like where where we get our knowledge from who's allowed to publish these articles right and a lot of times it's like what are the credentials of these people that that write the articles you know it's like anybody could write an article now it's it's a platform that's opened up to anybody
3: Alex, could you, could you read <laughs> what – Alex is passing around his phone, okay, with an article here. Could you just read the title of what that article
0: is saying? Sure. This is an article from Tucson.com, which is like the local Tucson newspaper. Okay. And uh, the the headline is, Transgender Cyclist is Top Female Finisher at El Tour de Tucson. So, basically, a male to female transgender, born a male, yeah. now is – Identifies as a female as or he female. did the surgery – Allah, it mean, doesn't, doesn't matter he's still right. like six foot two with big muscles and i legs. thought it was a guy where a pick. bike race yeah he, he against, looks like a guy against wearing... other in the, in the female category how,
3: how is, is that you fair, know you know,
1: well. you know this is why trump won yeah exactly this, because
3: you're totally I, I was right listening, I was listening because to of this, this insanity i was
1: listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah. and they were talking about right Caitlyn jenner and they were like you know This is why Trump won. Because when Caitlyn Jenner happened, Uh right, people were like, this is insanity. Yep. Right. And then Caitlyn Jenner went on the Ellen show Uh and then she was like- A hero. No, no, no. She was like, oh, I don't believe in gay marriage. (laughs) What? what do you mean and then she was like i'm a traditional girl <laughs> oh like, my gosh. and then right it? and then oh so in the podcast gosh. it was like you know you have these people the, that's, these, like these, these, that's, just, that's like a liberal
2: paradox that's that's like mind mind and then what happened <laughs> like, is
1: like you have these like white supremacist men in yeah. in the midwest like throwing, throwing their, rocks at the, throwing the tv throwing their cans across I'm, the, um, the room and they're like what the heck I'm is going on with our when country when the chickens here?
3: come home to roost this is what happened look what is trump did a whole campaign he says something like 80% of murders are blacks on whites. And then some guy comes up with a fact and says, Mr. Trump, it's 18%, right? Or it was like 13%. The fact, okay, statistic right in front of you. He says, no, it's not. Right? <laughs> he said, uh, Mr. Trump, I'm showing you right here the facts. He said, well, you're wrong. It's not. It's 81. Right? <laughs> right. His whole campaign... Peep, reporters have him giving him a fact right in front of his face, and he simply looks at him and says, "No, it's not." So, this is chicken coming home to roost for the liberal left because you have the person's biology right there in front of your face that this guy is a dude, and he's telling you he's a female. So you, right on the left, have went and denied biological fact that's right in front of your eye. Okay, and then you gotta you get the guy from the alt right or the ultra right coming and telling you that everything, that he respects no facts. Mm. This is the chicken coming home to roost. Your own medicine. You're getting a taste of your own medicine. I'm, in, I'm in telling New York City.
2: you, I'm telling you these topics are like in a, a podcast in and of themselves, yeah. an episode. Well,
1: we, we did one already, but we think we, I think we need multiple parts. I don't think you're parts. exhausted. Bro, bro yeah. we
3: need lifetime constant like counseling. We're sort of counseling each other because you see these facts on Huffington Post. Well, you're traumatized. Al- you're, 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 you're alone. <laughs> you're alone. Uh, on your phone or in front of your computer, and you see this article, and you're you start you know yeah. shaking from mm-hmm. how angry you are. You need to talk it through. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. we well, need to talk it. What through was that it.
1: article you sent me today, Sad? On like Vox? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, uh, it was
0: um, what's one of the heads of the Hydra?
2: <laughs> I for, um, yeah, What is
1: that? Is that that's a Hydra in
2: itself? Yeah, there was a. It was an article on how uh, like modern neoliberals, they present very. Um, fuzzy ideas as being uh black and white right so like for example like gender or or even 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 policy right like economic policy they'll present certain arguments that'll make it seem like there there's clearly no other alternative if you're if you're siding with with logic and reason yeah. and facts, this is the only logical yeah. conclusion that you can arrive to. Everything else That's is just
0: liberal fashion. Yeah, yeah. Every,
2: everything yeah. else is just
1: nonsense. Yeah, and right? this wasn't on Vox; it was actually like a piece about We'll po- Vox, we'll, right? uh, we'll yeah. post a link. Yeah, it was interesting because it was for like people, who are you know, interested. Vox is always posting things like. Eleven facts that yeah. ensure that Hillary will win oh, the presidency, yeah. right? Well, like they'll make like things right. that are clearly opinionated, yeah. Right? Like absolute facts. And
3: this is mm-hmm. uh, this was going way back too. There oh, was yeah. a guy from ABC. He left. He was one of these executives. I can't remember was it Golden Goldstein or someone. And he wrote the first attack on the media, right back in the maybe twenty years ago, right. And the title of his book is "What Liberal Media," right? Mm. Question mark. And he basically says they have they put their viewpoint as the epitome of sanity and mm-hmm. they portray and frame any other opinion yeah. as actual insanity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that the christian christian right at the time the evangelists they there's open season on them that they are insane like the nutty fundies or whatever the fundamentalist fundies right. right they're the only people that can be made fun of right so this was way back 20 years ago imagine what it is yeah.
0: what it is now no of course and there, there is, you know, you use the term liberal fascism. And, you know, people are accusing the Trump administration of hiring fascists or yeah. having fascist bents. And it's all true. But it's the same thing on the other side. So the New York City Human Rights Commission um, it, last year passed uh, these guidelines where if employers, landlords, I think maybe teachers, whatever the covered entities are, continuously, intentionally refuse to use like the new gender pronouns that are preferred yeah. by the individual. Like Not the first time. Mm-hmm. Like you first meet them and you go, <laughs> hi, sir. Yeah, and they go, oh, how dare you I right? was offended. Yeah. You well, that's fine. Jay the first time you might get it like passed. Right? But if you yeah. continually do it intentionally, you just refuse to refer to somebody mm-hmm. as here or they or jay or whatever they are what's J? is that <laughs> x-e-r it's x-e oh okay X-E. or, or oh, okay. z-h-e all
2: right okay J, Yeah. so you refuse to do these things
0: eventually you can get fined as a state employee no, no no like if you're just like you have employees you have employees you can be fined yeah they complain okay. to this new-, new york human rights commission that you're not addressing them by their preferred pronoun. gender pronoun okay so i should carry a book around then yeah you should and right. then mm-hmm. or so a a even okay. if you're a landlord you gotta have a handbook. even if, if you're a landlord, landlord right and you're coming to the person's house and you go oh yeah your wife gave it to me how dare you that's my that's my uh, husband. not even husband yeah. maybe what, my that's parents. my day yeah. oh. right so if you continue to <laughs> do why it why because think, you're yeah. just like being rude to them yeah. you can get fined uh, the The maximum fine is $250,000 like, like, I just see that talking about this this is why Trump was elected by using this is why Trump was elected because you refuse to refer to them by a made up word Unbelievable!
1: This is this is unbelie- unbelievable. This is why people are just like, "What is going now, on?" Let, let this me country? tell, uh, right?
3: Let me tell the listener out there who's like, "Well, that's the right." Let me remind you what Islamic activism is. A Muslim activist is giving the right of someone, all right? Or, oppression is is removing the right of someone, right? That is a God given right, and to tell you that to choose a pronoun of your choice, an invented word. This is not anyone's right, mm-hmm. right? This is not you know, an, anyone's right. You, I'll tell you what's your right: don't give someone a nickname that they don't like. Yeah, right. That's your yeah, right. That's right. in Sunnah you can't give someone a nickname that they don't like. Okay, you can't call them what they don't like. But this uh, pronoun, what, in you know what? Is comf- not. What what baffles me is that over here,
2: especially in kind of Western civilization, is is this idea is that free speech reigns supreme over all other over principles, yep. right? And and they, you know, a lot of times. Um, that, 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 uh, argument is also put forward to, to Muslims, right? Because the way that, that Muslims react to certain, mm-hmm. uh, statements or, or mm-hmm. cartoons or whatever it is, they're saying, well, you know, uh, free speech in, in a free society, this, this type of stuff should be allowed. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously you're saying that, but you're also saying that now if I say something, if I say the wrong thing to somebody, that that is grounds for them to uh seek
3: like legal recourse so abuse yeah. has been now relegated to a feeling of being offended right by a fact you're right. offended by the fact that's in front of you yeah so that's it. and also what you're saying is i'm telling you where the chicken's going to come home to roost and it's the same medicine that that, that you're forcing down people's throat as medicine is going to come back to you uh i'm listening to radio 77 today right i couldn't believe Right. WABC is the conservative talk show host. Right. Uh, talk show. I couldn't believe what I'll hear. Uh, defense of the swastika. Right. As a symbol of free speech, because there was a high school somewhere in northern Jersey or New York. Uh, kid drew a, sw- a swastika on the school wall and said, go Trump. OK. Underneath it. So all the politicians came out and they had a rally against hate. Right. OK. Now, the callers are calling up and say, hold on a second. Right. This swastika has many meanings, right? It yeah. has many it has a spectrum of meanings. What does it sound like to you? He's like on one hand it's a religious symbol of Hindus. Yeah, right. How can you ban it, right? Right? On the far other hand it symbolizes killing Jews, right? right. So how could you ban something when we don't know how he meant it? Right? Is this not the <laughs> chicken coming home to roost? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But they they're right, right? That's completely,
2: completely, completely valid argument yeah, a valid argument yeah if they're by the way by yeah. your standard that yeah. you set up for gender yep. you got to accept it
0: mm-hmm. that's trump did meet with Hindu leaders in new jersey so he maybe, did. <laughs> maybe it was just promo- exactly. Exactly. National- like <laughs> i love <laughs> hindu's and Trump. Mm-hmm. the nationalist
1: party of india right that's that hates muslims in india yeah. that's who trump met with that's true yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like i mean well here's yeah. the thing i don't know if this is a bad thing and i'm sure people will call me out for this mm-hmm. i love watching Liberal Muslim squirm right now because oh Trump gosh. is elected. I don't know why I find some some sort of enjoyment,
3: in some this. vindication, <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> so we've been saying base your activism on Allah and His Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Right, you That's didn't. Right. You based it on leftist
0: liberal whatever, mm-hmm. and now that leftist liberal thing has crumbled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, if you had based it on Allah and His Messenger, you wouldn't have loved the Democratic Party. Of yeah. course, right. Not. Yeah. And you wouldn't have feared the alt-right or yeah. the exactly. ultra-right or whatever yeah. they're calling
1: it. And that's what, I mean, and, and I think Daniel posted something really cool where, cool, I would say, like, really insightful, right? And I didn't really think about it. Is Muslims are all about, like, you know, you know what's going to happen now that Trump is elected? Now that Trump is elected, we need to um, align ourselves with other groups. And he mentioned that. If you look, we're at, always
2: looking for a group to align ourselves yeah. with, except for the Muslims. <laughs> right? right? Like, if you <laughs> look, for, yeah. Yeah. Right? if
1: you, if you uh, look at uh, the adhan mm-hmm. in other countries, yeah. right? Don't people have a right to say, like, right now, like, what people forget is we might be the minority in America, mm-hmm. but we're actually the majority in the rest of the world. Yeah. Right? And the problem is, is when other people, Right? In uh, parts of the world, yeah. Well, a lot of parts of the world, yeah. right? We're the majority, mm-hmm. right? When we start saying that, oh, we don't want church bells to be ringing outside, yeah, it bothers us. Uh huh. That gives every right for some other person yeah, in by a Muslim the country measure. to exactly. say, "Hey, we don't want the Adan. exactly by the in same In our country, measure. you're exactly. bothering us. Yeah. You ha- we have a right to our privacy and uh-huh. our and our and our so, silence. Yeah, this yeah. is this is right? exactly That's the when point. You're ju- you open you're the floodgates. Exactly, this is right? exactly
0: the point. If you're going to start being like, well, the Constitu- mm-hmm. we want to claim all our rights according to the constitution. Are you making that superior? Because guess what? If you had a Muslim country, there are none. But if you had mm-hmm. a real Muslim country, right, run by a Muslim government or a Collective of Muslims who mm-hmm. agreed upon certain rules, mm-hmm. yeah. you would have a registry of non Muslims because you have yeah. to charge them jizya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a tax, it's part of the tax. You have you to know who's Muslim and who's not. Yeah, you, you're gonna judge people. Game over. T- today, you have
1: to have a registry, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, you gotta.
0: Yeah. And by <laughs> the way, it's not like Western governments don't have a registry of Muslims. Yeah. right? Yeah.
1: I mean, and this is Already. why, I like, <laughs> I mean, my whole thing it's is called the no fly list. Yeah, at least, <laughs> in, at, least these,
0: at least these guys are either dumb enough or in politic enough or bold enough to admit that that's what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and and my thing is right uh all of this ties back to the spirit of the superficiality and mm-hmm. the sincerity of things, right? And we drifted into gender and a lot of other things, but I, I want to come back to the traveling imam problem because i think this is the route that actually can solve a lot of issues mm-hmm. right bring people back to the local community and teach yes people need to go to their local massage yeah be involved in their local communities foster mm-hmm. I, I know you you talk about this logic where it's like you need to you can fix the people around you yeah you can't necessarily fix everybody across the world i want to uh, uh
3: i, uh, I want to Remind people that knowledge used to always be taking from the masjid, right? Right. And why is that important? Because if you're going to speak with the mic in a mosque, then the people who are there who have kids and husbands and wives, they're going to be very cautious of who's speaking, right? Right. So Absolutely. in order to get to that position that you're speaking at a masjid where people pray all the time and go all the time as their their space, right? Right. It, it takes a degree of qualification. Whereas if if the arena changed to the radio or to the internet, radio before then the TV then the internet, right? The qualifications are zero. You anyone can do as long as you can type and upload. Mm. Anyone can write. One of the best things that I see that happens when you start teaching the message consistently is that people read stuff and then they come and bounce it off you. Mm. So at least yeah they're still gonna read stuff, but at least they know that what actually goes on in the masjid that's Islam. What's happening online? It could be and it could not be. So I feel like the job has been done in that respect. You know, you feel like you're satisfied that the, this person judges everything they see by coming and asking the person in the masjid. I want to give a shout out to Sheikh Yasser Fahmi because he makes it a point, right, that the masjid, he's actually, he's trying to revive. I, I heard a couple of his lectures last year and he's hitting hit on the same point. He's trying to revive the masjid as the place where we get our Islam.
1: Yeah, and it has to be that, right? Mm -hmm. Because especially, right, what about that person who doesn't know about conferences? Mm -hmm. What about that person who doesn't know that much about the deen? Mm -hmm. Where are they going to go?
0: Yeah. They're Mm going
1: to go to the masajid and when the imam isn't there, then they're going to go online and they're going to find some Mm -hmm. random video.
0: And by the way, this is a, a perfect opportunity for me to make a point that's near and dear to me, which is that Muslims in a community stop wasting your money on garbage that's not going to benefit you but in this life and invest some money in scholars. Mm -hmm. Pay people a living wage and that that doesn't mean $35,000 in the Northeast. Pay people a living wage so that they can support their family and stay local and and impart to you the knowledge that they Mm -hmm. have and build your community up and it'll help safeguard your children and it'll protect them more than the education that you're paying for and it'll protect them way more than the seven televisions you have 100%. in your home or any of the other material goods because look you know there's a saying in the west you can't take it with you regarding mm-hmm. wealth right well muslims believe that you can but it's only what you invested fisa yeah, that. so Absolutely. invest in your don't be stingy with your imams don't be stingy with the masjid don't act like the imam is making how much sixty three thousand. what does he need all that for he, yeah. what do you need all your money that you oh, make? Yeah. what do you yeah. do yeah. right yeah. right so invest in this this most of these people are spend years educating mm-hmm. themselves yeah. more than you did in order to get your job yeah. in the corporate world and
3: they never stop right? yeah and, and they, they never, never stop. stop and
0: yeah. their job is not nine to five they work yeah. longer than that mm-hmm. and they work harder yeah. than that and what they're providing is way better than whatever you your uh, company that you work for provides for people Right, and
3: they are guarding the subject of our eternity yeah. subhanallah our eternity and imams are not hermits there's a difference between an imam and a hermit right a hermit you want to be a hermit sure right you're getting two meals a day and that's it. That's a hermit. An imam is not a hermit. This is people have to understand the difference here. In Imam, he's gonna live a regular life with a family, with everything. In fact, Imam Malik did not like to see the yeah. Imams, the Sheikhs of his time, uh, yeah. as hermits. Yeah. Because people would disrespect knowledge, right? Would disrespect and he also never traveled for to, to give any lectures. That's people Imam Malik specifically. People come to him. Okay. Now, one of the things is that the masjid cures people. I'm telling you, masjid life it cures so many mental bugs over time by itself, because you don't know how many people you meet in the masjid. If you had issues, you if, if it's a good masjid, with a good or uh, leadership and, and a good teacher and a nice space too, with I think masjid all should have a gym, uh, a physical activity space, a social space. Right? They should have all that stuff. Uh. You basketball basketball yeah, oh, court. Basketball oh, court is no, huge. Can we, can we get like a basketball
1: court? We got the basketball court. Right? So, so, me and yeah. Sad need to play basketball. Oh, yeah, you oh, guys man. go anytime. No, 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 no. no, no. You got to like confirm this. And, and anybody listen to this <laughs> well, podcast? Boyne's yeah. doing
2: this on air okay, to, so to look, put the pressure on. Need? So, listen,
1: listen. I'm doing this on air because in Central Jersey, there's this problem. Bro, Thursday, Thursday nights, the brothers. No, nobody are there. wants to ball here. Everybody wants are to you play kidding? soccer or something. Oh, nonsense no, no, no. There are about
3: between NBIC. Which we have a gym floor that's been put down by the same guy who put down Villanova's floor, right? Uh, Albanian dudes, uh, a pr- proper floor that we have to wax every year, with the NBIC logo on the front. And between Pillars Academy, yeah, which is a huge gym, there's basketball. I think three four times a week.
1: No no no. no. We've been. I, 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 have we you could, been to NBIC so Thursday could, nights? So we can say this with practical experience uh-huh. here. It is. Extremely difficult for lay people like us to get a. Have you
3: play. have you seen have you gone Thursday nights?
1: Well, because there's like kids that are like fourteen, fifteen. And no, 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 Leagues no. they're playing the, like Thursday night. That's four the men's league. It's
3: the
0: men's league. Thur- Thursday nights. They're old people. They like go you. late. It's a me- you know men's league. <laughs> Wait, around Wayne, the are you over 30? thirty? No. All right, so you you're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a competitive group of guys too. Yeah, and they got they got some Amalekites up there. They got like. Uh, some six, five, and six, seven guys. Oh, see, I this, see. Is
1: why, this is why we don't play with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, do you want a good game or not?
3: <laughs> I just don't want to break my legs. But what I'm, <laughs> what I'm telling you is you, people come anyways, into the masjid. People come into the masjid. Then they have these lonely lives, uh, virtual lives. They come in. You meet so many people right, in the masjid. And I'll, maybe I'm biased because we got uh, a, a bit of a semi, I guess, what would you call a center's jersey? Like, it's not totally suburban and it's not urban it's something in the middle that's semi-urban that's what suburban huh? is huh that's oh, what it's between is yeah. but suburban has become v- rural yeah, suburban yeah. has become what, rural. what's S- right? sub-suburban let's say from Edison down to South Brunswick what would you What would you say that's? That's central. It's I think, not totally. I think, like, I
0: think everything south of like Union County. Is okay. UK- All right. oh, okay. All right.
3: All right. Okay. Let me that, say that something count. here. Alex <laughs> is from North yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Anyone who's been to North Jersey, aka yeah. the armpit of America, okay. North Jersey is really, really a naughty. It's like yeah. uh, your 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 iPhone your That's true. your headphones
2: Dude as soon as I drive up route 1 your north your GPS goes So what defines good. North dri- Jersey Driving into Perth like Amboy Raw, and and England. Up, right? no, the sun Elizabeth. the Elizabeth sun and gets up. blocked Elizabeth out and Bro <laughs>
3: bro when you have your headphones in your pocket right your earbuds in your pocket for like 2 hours and then you pull them out and you have to undo it that's what the roads are like in north jersey <laughs> <laughs> and people live in that okay that's north jersey that's right, where alex that is, is from yeah. we got him on free agency to central jersey yeah. there's right? there's
0: there's this there's this thing up there that produces men
3: <laughs> and that's actually a fact because sociologists say Crime why are know, <laughs> why is north jersey and brooklyn and new yorkers in general right. and and north jerseyans <clears throat> why are they different in their attitude is because believe it or not parking just, really just to park your car is so aggravating on a daily basis that's it's true. daily aggravation that's why <laughs> yeah. their mood is what it is you ever try to park in jersey city oh yeah. man that's so, that's their mood is, no is what it is yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, hard yeah. knock life being yeah. i know but so <laughs> what i'm saying is that we got people we got a population okay you're always going to see someone new and this itself is a healing and the salah in the jamaah is a healing right it's all a healing and i'm telling you a a well done masjid is worth it's worth to move just for that. Do you know it's that in fiqh, true. in the past, the scholars used to say it is prohibited to reside in a city or a region that does not have a jurist, the teacher you wow. your religion. They used to say it is prohibited to do that, right? Because knowledge is of obligation, right? You can't go and live somewhere and there's no teacher. Okay, there's no excuse for that. So that, that's something they said in the past. And I know people, I know a lot of people who moved just for the sake of community, Mm -hmm. moved around to different places just for the sake of that community. And it's actually a growing phenomenon that people, especially now that, you know, that going forward, 75% of the jobs will be, you can do it virtually Mm -hmm. going forward and self employed, right? So people are now, I'm hearing this on a regular basis. They're traveling around to communities, to Islamic schools to see where they want to live based on the masjid, the community, the teacher, the school.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, these how, four that's how it should be.
3: Right? Yeah, because their jobs are so yeah. flexible these days. Right. I mean, if you think
2: about it, even Americans do that already, right? Like, except it's just not Islamic schools. It's like yeah. they'll, they'll move to see what, what community is best for their kids, what schools are best for their kids, et cetera.
0: I mean, people move for some of the silliest reasons, like it's closer to my job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, anywhere yeah. near as consequential yeah. as where you're getting your deeds from. Yeah, so. exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So, so Sad, where are we on time here? We are
0: at
3: an hour and 15. All right, let me do. You, you want to say something, or or should I do our plug for
2: the so day? We, let's do our Let's remote. do the plug. All right. First we gotta of have, all, we got to have like a sound effect for the plug, you know, like. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like some like, horns coming out, yeah, you know, you get like a something sound crazy. For us. First
3: of all, yeah, you could actually use your phone and put it in the mic. First of we're, all, we're not going to do it the uh, ghetto way. We're going to do
2: it the right way. It's been. So we, we had five episodes in the yeah. ghetto way, right? It's, That's when
1: we had like one mic in the middle. And we were like,
0: First of all, it's been so cold. We should take a picture of this the past, past few sorry. Days. We, should, we should take yeah. a
1: picture of this this show week. We're still ghetto. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh,
3: we are. Uh, it was so cold in New Jersey the past few days. And I'm telling you, the wax. I gave. Last week, I gave Alex the beard. Uh, Elegance Beard oil, but I'm telling you, the wax, it now multiplies. Number one, chapstick, beard cream, and face cream. I don't know if you guys, but when that frost hits your face, right, your skin starts cracking and it's all messed up. I'm telling you, you could put it on a, your face as a face bomb.
1: So have you practiced this plug here? This sounds, no, I didn't. This, this is this not even the plug huh? of the day.
3: There's <laughs> not even, the, but it's just something okay. that oh, I so actually, this is, that was a ringing endorsement. I I, I know, came across it. I was like, it. man, this is good. <laughs> uh, I came across it uh, because I had to, like I, I use it something. like this so today. It works,
1: so it's good then. Like, it's on good
3: because this. when you come and you
0: come home and your face is all cracked up and red, you
3: put that face bomb on your, st- on your face when you get in the car. All right it solves all the by problems. the
0: way just to piggyback off that so my wife is a big fan of the beard oil that i brought home why is and that she really likes she, she, she likes my smell okay the, and she was actually on the on the elegance beard website like looking at other products to, to say, oh nice, nice so we might have to we might have to let the brother know to get some female products in there like some chaps yeah.
2: or uh, hair oil yeah yeah. Or so, uh, give us a coupon code. We'll, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know
1: who, who's Elegant spirit. I think it's Abu, Abu Adam, right? I'm not sure who. who elegant is. spirit. Yeah, so I mean if there's a... Uh, it's Jawad.
3: His name is Jawad. Jawad? He's, a, he's okay. a French. He's actually a real French from France who lives in Montreal. Okay, okay. Right? So, and he has a family in Philly, so that's why sometimes he comes down to MBIC, but he's uh, his name is Jawad.
1: Okay, now, so I actually, I actually want to say, Jawad, if you're listening in uh, and, you know, if there's a coupon code that our listeners can use <laughs> just, uh, or anything like that, you know, send it to podcast.safinasociety.org. That That's a good idea. Maybe that I could use. Send it to podcast.safinasociety.org or yeah. just send us a Facebook message and maybe then we can announce it next, next Coupon podcast.
3: code SSpodcast
1: ss podcast there how about go. that yeah. maybe maybe go. he'll put it in and <laughs> yeah. and try ss podcast if it works then yeah. that, means it works. <laughs> that means he put it in yeah exactly he listened this far yeah
3: <laughs> check it now the person that i'm going to tell everyone about uh is a website called meccabooks.com i love okay. i love those guys meccabooks.com mm. okay now why do i like MeccaBooks? books because i believe in aqida i believe in beliefs my post today on facebook was that uh if someone was really good to uh, let's say, African-Americans, right? He loves African-Americans. But he says, I love them. I support them. Uh, my best friend is black, right? <laughs> How many times I ha- 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 oh, have you really? heard like a Oh, he really? yeah. friend I've known you for hey, 10 babe. years. i never seen I've, I've guy, got one right? black friend.
1: <laughs> the George Costanza. No, uh, my like. best friend was black. <laughs> yeah. like, really?
3: I've known you for 10 years. i <laughs> yeah. never seen him. Okay, why isn't he here? I, I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> but let's say a guy said all this. He said all this. And then he says, but one my, one thing is, I actually believe it's an inferior Skin oh, wow. It's inferior right. Just a belief I don't, pr- I don't do anything about it yeah. Like uh, I don't discriminate But I believe they're inferior Would you ever Socialize And be yeah. seen with this person yeah. Or fraternize with this person Or would you hesitate To harangue him online yeah. You wouldn't No Right yeah. So over what A belief mm-hmm. This is how important beliefs are Right mm. This is how important beliefs yeah. are So why I like Mecca books Is they care about Beliefs Haqidah What ties us Muslims together Is theology Fiqh we, there's madhahib, right? There's madhahib mm-hmm. in fiqh. And even fiqh and deeds, if you sin and you're a bad guy, you sin and make tawbah. we all sinning and making tawbah, right? Not to make light of it. But aqeedah is the chief issue that ties us all together. That's why Allah says, bi jamian, So you want unity? Hold on to the rope of Allah first. That's the prerequisite. Sound aqidah. Then all of you, include everyone who wants to hold on to this rope. That means the paraplegic, the whatever race, whatever it is, you include them after they have recognized this rope. So Mecca books, actually, when you go to this website, okay, what they're actually going to have, they, their filter, is that they will not put anything out that has aqidah problem in it.
0: InshaAllah. Hmm. Right?
3: Wow, this is why I love really Mecca nice. books. That's
1: really and nice.
3: that's, that's their pro- that's why That's why their slogan is, all right, something like... What is the slogan look it Let's up. get it right. Okay. <laughs> We're going <laughs> <laughs> something gonna of tra- like so, something our. like it's your something... source for traditional Islam. Yeah. By traditional uh, Islam, he means your traditional uh, aqidas. The Ash'ari, Maturidi and Hanbali aqidas are what the ulama have accepted. Okay, the early Hanbali aqidas and the early Ash'ari aqidas are there's consensus on those by the way. Okay? Uh, even are the Ijtihads, you can even ask any on any spectrum, the latter ones on both ends have debatable matters. But the point is that they he filters based on that. And that's why I love that. And he's not going out there. He's thought about it. People have said to him, expand. Right? Yeah. Expand and let the consumer decide. So we'll put the link uh, to Mecca Books in the
2: description. But yeah. just in case, it's M-E-C-C-A okay.
3: And that's why I love Mecca Books. Because I'm a big... I'm a big... You know, I'm a big... I'm big on Aqidah. I love... Is, the is concept solid. of confidence on yeah. his Aqidah. and he's not there trying to go out and and sell everything to
1: everyone. Right, right. He's a quality guy. So can Mecca Books throw in a uh, some sort of discount for our listeners or whatnot? By the way, SS Mecca. podcast, SS podcast. Yeah. If, it work, if it works, if it works, that means he it. By the way,
3: Mecca Books has done so much for Safina Society, right? So, so that much that for Safina. Great. I text the guy now and he sends us the book that's our curriculum and I don't even know when I pay him I don't even know what to do you know whatever it is at this point that's how good he is uh, with Safina Society so this is why Mecca Books you gotta go and he's always got his stalls he's got a newsletter right Book of the day he gives you. And, and so yeah. basically, that's... that's. What we
0: Here's do. a good time. If you're, if you're going to go to a conference, now that conference season is coming up, go to MeccaBooks.com. Find the Mecca Books uh, the stall, stall yeah. and mm-hmm. support him and yeah. patronize him. Even if somebody else has the same book, buy it from Mecca Books yeah, because they books. benefit the community. Yeah, And even if his is a dollar more, mm-hmm. don't be a cheapskate. Yeah. Buy it from Mecca Books. There's
3: another thing that I want to tell people out there related to Mecca Books because uh, uh, Athar, the founder of Mecca Books, is one of these people who moved for the sake of a community. And he moved to Allentown to be with Sheikh Yahya. And Allentown is our old buddy, who is now a sheikh in his own right. Sheikh Yahya wrote us. And this coming December, not this weekend, the weekend after this, December, what is it, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, Mm -hmm. they're having their retreat. So check it out on maqasid.org, right? You can
1: M-A-Q-A-S-I-D.
3: go out there. Uh-huh, Org. .org. So put that in the thing, too, so that people could go on this retreat in Pennsylvania, in Allentown, right? Uh, so, you know, you can benefit. You can go hang out there in Allentown and benefit with Chekhiahe. Take your family out there. There's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, it's a, always a
1: family-oriented environment.
0: Community, I know at yeah. least one other family that did the same thing they they moved out there. Oh good. order yeah. to be close to that community. Yeah.
1: So, I mean the Sheikh has retreats and talks are always fantastic I mean,
3: Yeah, nah. these are this is these are trusted people you could be around. That's that's the thing what what, what I missed from the back in the old days. There weren't major Qaeda issues with people, right? It's like mm-hmm. if you are a Muslim, you were pretty like yeah. 90% of the time. That's the major problem
2: that you see nowadays, now. yeah It's, it's not fake
3: like, problems, it's, it's aqida problems. It's problems, right? And I'm telling you, al din obligate things that are known in religion by necessity like that adam did not have a father right he was not born to any other uh, organism right this is a debated issue i couldn't believe this right i can't believe this how is and these people it's not like you bring it up you would be totally ostracized right if that's your position you're never speaking on it no they still get platforms and it drives me nuts these types <laughs> of things. So I was
0: in when I was when I was in London a couple of weeks back. I was hanging out with Samad Dusman Ali, another guy. He was telling me about some of the controversies <clears throat> that they have there. And well, I I said to him, subhanAllah, "I wish that we had like there's this group, there's that group, there's such mm-hmm. I wish we had those problems because we have yeah, problems no. like, like." should we support LGBT and yeah. is evolution true? And he was, he was shocked that it's that bad. Oh yeah. yeah. They a, don't have that in England. Like I miss the good old days of like people arguing. Raise about, your pants up. Yeah. How high yeah. your pants <laughs> up. Allah, I was going to say exactly that. And and those people,
3: that was an issue because those people were actually committed to the dean and they were not yeah. trying to copy and live the white liberal uh, thing. By, by know, the way, they are actually, it's a legitimate fit position. Yeah. Oh, not it, here's the thing. <laughs> the people who are against these Salafis, they, go, they undermine the wrong things. Yeah. They go against the wrong things about Salafis, right? And their commitment to religion, their commitment to knowledge, their commitment to the Sunnah, their, their don't-care-what-society-thinks attitude, these are all the right things about Salafis, right? Yeah. Right. They're the only, in most cases, they're the only groups upholding these things. And by the way, about holding up the pants, our only difference is is it or Sunnah, mm. right? Because uh, for us, we say, firstly, it's the like more like the Izar, Or the thobe that should be above the ankles as like a strong sunnah, not even like, oh, maybe it's a sunnah. No, it's a strong sunnah. No one should be having a thobe beyond the ankles. Right? right? Because that is, if you look at old Roman times, they're dragging their thobes. If you go to old Roman times, the guy's wearing the toga, whatever, he's go to watch the movie Gladiator and look at the senators. They're dragging their thobes. That's where it comes from. So they the poor man, he doesn't he can't afford to drag his thobe. He has a short thobe because he probably dragged it and it got ripped so we cut it and it got th- short and short and short that's where the short thobe comes from sign of humility right so for those people a lot of these groups by the way that you're talking about Moin, that and the conferences that sort of have no vision there's no clear theology behind it there it's an anti-salafism but in the wrong sense
1: Right. I mean that's In what happens. Steps. It's just it just ends up being like, oh, you know, anything that's we'll against go to the other you know, we'll go yeah. and we'll it's the pendulum we'll have like effect. spiritual music yeah. or like some some you know Yeah.
3: It's the so. it's the anything against selfies. And this is not the this is not we have issues with selfies on a couple of things, right? Big things sometimes, right? It's theological though. Theological things yeah. but not the commitment to Dean they don't care what people think about them. You go to their conferences and everyone has a beard. I'm telling you, some of these people would, some of these people would run out the room, right? right? All these big beards. Oh my gosh, the place is going to blow up, right? Well, what's <laughs> wrong with that? These people who love the prophets, they love the sunnah, right? And this is something admirable in them. And we've reached the point that, as Alex and I, we go back to the olden days, right? In the, for us, it's the 90s. Right? That's the old days. This is what Islam was,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know? There wasn't this uh, watered-down operation. Going
1: on. And and I kind of missed that, right? Like, yeah. I saw the tail end of that, and then I kind of okay. missed that. Now, you know, we're not even fighting about Salafis anymore. Now yeah. it's just become a huge different issue, right? Yeah. Like, I prefer Salafis over liberals. Dude, we're the radicals and, in today's yeah, world. Course. Right? of course. I prefer Salafis over liberals oh, any day.
3: Any day of the week. Right. Any day of the week.
1: Like, I'd rather fight Bro. with someone, uh, you know, in the message. Awesome. Let me tell you something. For, yeah, Let like, me
3: tell you something. Salafis, with their energy and their passion made everyone sharper right yeah. they made everyone sharper think about it they came in with Delils. you're handcuffed you you don't like the sound of it you go you go find the uh, the, the actual position people, people started right? studying hadith again people started studying right i'm telling you sometimes like in hockey you got four lines right sometimes you don't know who's going the the coach says who's going sometimes the third line is just tearing up the game they're not the best players but they're tearing it up. They got fresh legs. They just got energy. They got the drive. Who wins in sports? We'll Nobody watches hockey. Only you watch <laughs> hockey. All, all three of us are just like, we don't know anything. Okay. About.
1: Who
3: who wins in sports? Skill or will? Will beats skill any day of the week in professional. If you're a yeah. professional sports team, you're good, right? Yeah, yeah. So willpower is what wins, Yeah. right? True. Not skill all the time. So basically – I, saw, I see that they had the passion, they had the drive, they have the will. I'm telling you, they made everyone study, hit the books. If, they made you study because you hated them so much, right? <laughs> and I'm talking about the hardcores, like the serious hardcore. They won't return your salam because they think you're an innovator, right? <laughs> I'm talking about the extremes. On the, they're on the wrong, don't want, don't but want they're the so mic- passionate about what they're on. That they made you go back what and stuff. Like
1: Germantown,
2: yeah, <laughs> Germantown, man.
0: <laughs> you know the hours. They'll put a bounty on your head if they catch <laughs> you saying that. The hours that I spent in books, <laughs> yeah, right, and seeking out teachers mm-hmm. because of all the selfies. And I was like, "Come on, these guys are quoting stuff to me. <laughs> I got to get on the same. I know. I got to at gotta, least be on the same level. You got to study. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So and they and they hit up the masajid. Well, I'll tell you that I'm I'm thankful to Allah that I became Muslim in East Orange. And most of the time when I was there, Abu Muslimo was the imam. Um, rather than in some like liberal hellhole like lower Manhattan or something. Oh my gosh. Right? Because <laughs> the, all that did was it kept me, when I knew nothing, it kept me praying. It kept me praying in the masjid. Uh-huh. It kept me wanting to obey the sunnah. Yeah. And then when I learned more, it gave me the impetus to try to balance out and to learn knowledge and to bring it in. Had I been in some place Where they were like Everything is fine And here's the thing Here's the thing I noticed I mean have never changed I might have been the same As I was before slam Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have changed They they push people And here's the thing
3: About Salafis They make you Think like a Muslim And what I mean by that Is If you're thinking About something They train you what did Allah say first and what did the Prophet say? And that's second, why when you have right? like a they group of friends... They make you think like a Muslim. I
1: think you were mm-hmm. telling me when you have a group of friends, it's best to have one Salafi guy, right? Because like... Yeah, because... because <laughs> and everybody and I, and on And point. let me tell you, the
3: traditionalists, they are a bit too, too accommodating. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. They're a bit too soft in the name of adab, in the name of I don't know what. But that's why I love the concept of traditional Muslims from the East Coast. He combined the no-nonsense attitude that they take towards life in general, right, and combines it with the truth. Mm. Right. Which also softens what should be softens and keeps hard what could be hard, what should be hard. It's easier to soften something hard than to harden something soft. If you think about it, right? Mm. So that's why, you know, that's a, that's my type of thing. Mm-hmm. Call it call a spade a spade. Don't worry about political correctness. But with the adab of the prophets. That's why I said, I got to qualify what I say. I say, I love the Muslims. I'm not being harsh with the Muslims, but I want us to be on the right. And I want people to correct me if I'm wrong, too. This is why my favorite. Which right, I'm always wrong.
0: My favorite California Muslims mm-hmm. are Imam Zaid, mm-hmm. who's from over here, and uh, Dr. Abdullah Ali bin Hamid who's yeah. from Philly. They're
3: not, they're not from there. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're not
1: from there. So, like, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think we're now hitting a good amount of time. Yeah, we should cut it, so, cut it here. So, let's cut it Cut it here. I hope this is good enough for that brother who wanted three hours. cost him off. But up. just oh, know that mess. we didn't do it for you. we, did yeah, we didn't just because. do it for
2: you. Just because we were having an engaging conversation <laughs> We just didn't have to do it. We, well, started, don't,
3: we don't need to diss the guy.
0: <laughs> By the way, <laughs> oh, it no, might no, have been his that put us true. at this time. Ah, It's right. possible. It's, yeah. possible. Yeah.
1: it's possible. Maybe he wanted it. Allah gave to him, right? So alhamdulillah, I think this was a wonderful episode. So check out meccabooks.com. Check out maqasid.org for Sheikh Yahya's retreat. And check out Elegance Beard for some of those uh, cool new face products.
3: Right. And if you got something out there that's, that's you know, really good uh, and that's impressive, right? We don't do charity. It's got to be good. Send it to sspodcasts at safinasociety.org. So that Moine could bring it to the table. It's actually, okay.
1: it's actually podcast. Oh, sorry, Saffinas podcast. Saffinas Saffinas. Or
3: put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. send, yeah. send a,
1: send a message to yeah, the Facebook group. Out. Uh, you know, if you would like to bring have the us, heat. if you would like to yeah. have us, uh, if you'd like to sponsor a podcast, if you'd like to have your name called out. Um, yeah. so try SS podcast as the coupon code for those websites. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't guarantee they'll work, but if those guys are generous and they've listened to the end of this, Inshallah, they'll give it to you. Jazak <laughs> khairan everyone. Jazak <laughs> alles- khairan everyone, Assalamualaikum
3: every <one>. As- alaikum. Unt- or- see you next wa- time on the Safina b- Society podcast. Subhanallah, i illa Illa